Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Spoke exclusively with former President Trump after Willis's testimony yesterday, and he tells me, quote, it is so badly tainted, the case will have to be dropped. There is no way they can have a case. The whole thing was a scam to get money for the boyfriend. So that's President Trump's comment um, to mm-hmm. Brooke Sigman. Yep. Well, see, I mean, it is theoretically possible that a judge could do that. I don't think it's likely, though, because let me tell you why. Willis has already gotten convictions in this case. Um, people around Trump who have agreed to testify against him. So I, I'd be shocked if a judge threw it out over this. Um, but I fully expect that she's not going to be part of the case going forward. I mean. Even MSNBC, which is essentially a propaganda network, right, of the regime, even they had to admit it was game over for uh, Fonnie Willis. Right. Don't let the legalese fool you. This is epic. This is monumental. If things are going in the direction we think uh, Fonnie Willis lied to the court, it's game over for her. She will be disqualified Um, if they had a relationship prior to when they uh, represented to to the court. It's it's a huge deal. I I can't overstate it. Yeah. It's a huge deal for them, too. Because this, what he, the way that the calendar is scheduled right now, Trump was supposed to be either in court or convicted in Georgia on election day. This was going to be the fireworks finale. Um, And when you look at the court schedule, and now the court schedule's everything, the whole republic hangs on the court schedule, which is how the Democrats want it. Um, If you look at the court schedule, if they remove, let's say they remove her from the case, but they don't get rid of the case. Um, there's going to be at least a month of legal wrangling here over this, just motions. There's a lot of complicated stuff here. All sides are going to want to weigh in. Um, and so as biased as this county system is because it's blue, you're still going to have to contend with all of that. That throws their schedule off if they want to keep this case going, because that is a tight schedule right now. I mean, right now he'd probably still be in court on election day. Um, this could well tip it to after the election. It's just so funny to see this come full circle where the party that complained about a court deciding the 2000 election is now using the courts to decide the 2024 election. I know. It's it's outrageous. And when you look at the operatives here and who Fonnie Willis actually is, she brought up her dad um, and how he told her that he she needs to always keep six months worth of cash in the house and the reason there are no receipts for her paying back uh, Mr. Wade, the boyfriend, is because she paid him in cash. Mm-hmm. Sure. So the reason that's contentious is she overpaid him. She paid him 
And she paid him more than the other lawyers who were working on this, even though he had no experience with RICO cases. He's a family attorney. And, um, but her thing is, oh, but I paid him back for the lavish, vac- lavish vacations. Okay, cool. Sell us, you know, show us, show us your receipts. Oh, well, I only pay in cash because my dad told me to. Yeah. And keep in mind that $700,000, that's county money. What this looks like is a, a money laundering scheme by a woman and her boyfriend to take lavish vacations. Hey, I'm going to overpay you for the prosecution of Donald Trump. Um, we're going to get famous. We're going to get rich. And we're going to go on vacations on the county dime. And the argument from the lawyer for one of the Trump defendants, by the way, the first good lawyer to represent anyone around Trump. I mean, I hate to say it, but these lawyers are terrible. This, it, it, My question watching this, this was a lawyer for a minor player in this, Lee. Where the heck are Trump's lawyers? What are they doing with all with the 50 million bucks? Because this didn't even come from Trump's lawyers. It came from a lawyer for another person that Fonnie Willis was persecuting. So I can't say prosecuting because it just it really misdescribes the situation. Um, but let's listen to who this is. so You can can really understand. She brings up her dad. Oh, my dad told me always to have cash. Well, who is her dad? Take a listen, Laura Ingram last night. Well, who is her dad? Very close and she takes a lot of his advice. Well, this from the September uh, 23rd New York Post, John C. Floyd III told academic researchers that he considered police in his native L.A. in the 60s to be a, quote, occupying army. That was nothing but trouble. Floyd, now 80, also called a prominent white politician of the era a Texas cracker, and he suggested that he believed conspiracy theories that Malcolm X was assassinated by the CIA. Does the radical fall far from the tree? This is who these people are. They're, they, this is not just a normal country prosecutor out there in, a, you know, uh, Georgia somewhere yeah. just trying to make right. You know, just trying yeah. to defend democracy against a big guy. That's not who these, these people are Marxist radicals. And this is a kangaroo court. Something we never thought that we would see, Lee. I mean, yeah. I didn't in my lifetime. Yeah, I, I agree with Laura Ingram's uh, analysis of this. I just this is the kind of stuff you thought you'd never see. Mm-mm. Major cases involving presidential candidates and presidential politics, and it's just like good grief. I think this was part of the denial on our side because there's been a lot of denial on our side. Oh, these cases are so ridiculous; they're never going to come to fruition. We're never going to sit in court through a felony trial. Well, we are. We got the first court case is on the docket. March 25th, it starts. Just as I told you it was. It would. You wouldn't believe, I would post this just about the docket and get torn to pieces online. Yeah. Stop lying, stop it. He's not going to get tried. He's not, he's not, it's not happening. It's not. Well, okay, well, what's, and I would challenge, like, push back gently. Okay, so what's your proof of that? Yeah. Like, what court motion? And they would always link to some other conservative talking head saying it's not going to happen. And, Lee, I just feel like we never had a debate about this in the primary. We yeah. never got to because of the absolute abject denial. Well, and, and what are Democrats traditionally good at? Lawfare. Yeah, lawfare. And, and what are Republicans usually good at? Nothing. Business. <laughs> Business. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about the, I'm talking about the, the, the party faithful, the grassroots, yeah. the, you know, the, the people who make things happen within the parties. The people that make things happen within the parties are predominantly lawyers with Democrats, and they're predominantly business people, business owners, entrepreneurs in the Republican Party. Yeah. And, and you know, so you've got differing, you know, life skills 
and we're playing in the field where Democrats are better at it. Yeah, and Fox News this morning still reporting that, technically speaking, the classified documents trial, that's the Jack Smith one that I'm really afraid of, that one's still on the docket for May 20th. There, there's there's going to be a hearing in March, so we'll see. And considering what has just happened with Joe Biden with all this, it's like I still have to say, why? How is there any possible legal justification, any justice for continuing with a you know classified documents case with with former President Trump when you have this situation with President Biden? Yeah, I'm just waiting for the Justice Department to write a memo. Well, Trump's just too popular with, you know, 80 million Americans <laughs> yeah, or something exactly. to um to to prosecute. He's no. just too popular. We can't do it. The jury might like him. No. That's literally what they wrote. To me, that was the bigger takeaway than them saying he was senile. Well, and, and also, and I, I do think it's very interesting, we really haven't had a chance to, to discuss it in, in the news coverage um, because there's just so much other stuff going on. But the revelation where, you know, Joe Biden goes on TV and accuses her of asking a question about when his son died, and oh, that's yeah. not what happened. It has been documented. There's apparently two witnesses who will say that never came up. In fact, it was Biden who brought up the death of his son and then couldn't get the year right. It was not her that brought that up. It was the president himself and then goes on to accuse him of bringing it up. Yeah. So what? Yeah. What they were saying. OK, so what happened? You know, by the way, do you know that Joe Biden and Jill Biden fundraised off that well, off of their course, dead son? Of course. Saying they can't believe her would. Uh, attack him on his dead son would bring this up. And again, what you're saying, Lee, when you go back and look at the pro- the transcript, according to people who've seen it, Biden bought, brought his dead son up to try to get out of this classified document thing, like as an excuse almost. And uh, when that happened, they asked him when his son died. And the reason they did was because they were trying to narrow down a time frame where classified documents that he stole Joe Biden disappeared. has a habit of campaigning on the deaths of family members. Yeah. He has he's he's done this as far as making false statements about the death of his wife and daughter. He's made false statements about what where and when well where at least and and the reason for his son's death as well. And and he has a history of this. Yeah. And he yeah, he and he changes the details yeah. to suit the to suit the situation. So uh, Joe Biden standing up there screaming, how dare you? What the hell? You're, you know, you're yeah. d- coming after my son. How dare you? Uh, you know, because he couldn't remember the year his son yeah. died. Well, again, they didn't. Joe right. brought it up. Yeah. It yeah. just shows you he lies like a fish swims oh, yeah. the water. Yeah. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I thought Barack Obama was the alpha and omega when it came to that. But boy, Joe has surpassed him. Well, Obama was just so slick about talking his way out of things yeah he was joe can't do that no <laughs> joe can't do that dementia doesn't help it doesn't help okay coming up the litmus test where do you see this simple question should your government be able to illegally spy on you the same government that we now know for a fact made up russia collusion should they have the tools to continue to spy on me and on you when they are already openly committing political warfare on all of us, well, half the country. Where do you hear this next? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. 
Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. So I've got teenagers now. I'm going through the phase where I'm trying to prepare them for life. And they roll their eyes just as I did to my dad. I can remember my dad doing this. Except now I've got the cell phone and I can make notes. So I make notes. I text myself, okay, I got to warn her about this. This could cause death. You could crash your car. You could. Do you find yourself doing that? Oh, oh wait, wait. This could be a trap. I got to tell her. She could, she could, because I've got two more years left with my daughter. I mean, she's not going anywhere, but I feel like, you know, she's, I got to prepare. She's going out there, you know? So I'm, I, and she, when, when I take the phone out, I've got to tell you, she just cringes. Just like I did at her age. It would take me till 28 to realize my parents were brilliant. And I would actually start actively calling them for advice because they had great life experience and helped me on so many things. But you got to go through that phase, right? One of the things I've been preparing my kids for is that there will be two people in your life. Everybody has these two. The person you fell for who broke your heart. It will take you years to get over that. It'll hurt. It's going to hurt bad. And it's normal. It's part of life, that kind of pain. It's part of loving people, putting yourself out there. And you got to do that to be loved. Outside your family. There's going to be someone out there who's going to break your heart. And when that happens, you're going to feel lower than dirt. They just, they're good people, maybe just couldn't love you back. They just, sometimes your body, your, your mind, your brain, your heart just won't love you back. But there's going to be another person out there. The person whose heart you break. Great person. You wish you could feel it for him because you could tell, wow, this is going to be a great spouse for someone, but I can't feel it. I wish I could. Both those people are out there. You will be that for someone, but someone will be that for you, this is normal. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt really bad. But when you overcome it, there's great things waiting for you. Idaho team 19. You should see this picture. Google this when you get to work. Her name's Kennedy Little Knight, 19 years old. Well, she was 16 at the time, but the story's just coming out now. They've just released this horrific photo, which is also a miracle. She was going through her first breakup, really loved the guy, uh, was coming back from watching a sunset with two good friends, and she, she has wanted to end it for a while. It's been going on for about a year, but the breakups pushed her over. She's just been sad. She said she didn't really think of the future because she just felt like she wasn't going to have one. That was her gut, that she wasn't going to have a future, and she'd been thinking about killing herself. 
She didn't tell anyone. And that was kind of it. She said she crashed her car on May 22nd, 2021, because she was emotional behind the wheel. Unfortunately, she had two friends in the car with her, and none of them were wearing seatbelts. So she was driving back from watching the sunset with the two friends. She began crying and veered off the road. She overcorrected too far, went off the road uh, on the other side, and the vehicle begins to flip. Listen to that. She's thrown out of the vehicle 40 feet in the air. This is why you have to see this picture. It was just finally released. 40 feet in the air. Would have died. Except she hit the telephone pole. And not in a good way. Not in a good way. She was hanging in the power line by her broken leg. You can see one of her arms hanging down because it was ripped off and hanging by a shred of skin. So was the leg. It was wrapped around the pole. Saved her life. She hung there by her broken leg in agony for an hour before they figured out how to get her down without getting electrocuted themselves. She and her two friends, Naki Molina and Jacob Rasmussen, suffered serious injuries in a car rollover crash. That was horrific, but also a miracle. What are the odds? She would hit at just the angle. That getting hung up in that uh, power line saved a life. Uh, both of the teens suffered shattered vertebrae, broken bones, among other injuries. The other two made a full recovery. The way she uh, landed on the power line ended up saving her life. But she wasn't done yet. She was drowning in her own blood because it was running down into her nose and her mouth. She had to continue wiping the blood uh, off to breathe. Because it was literally drowning me, she said. She's now had 21 surgeries to treat her leg. They've had to take more and more and more of it till they finally got rid of the, you know, the, the dead skin. So she's pretty much lost it to about, I don't know, six inches below the hip. Yeah, I'm looking at, I don't know, maybe like eight. Below the hip. And she's been through an incredible amount of surgery and physical therapy. She says, they tried taking it at my knee, through my knee. My leg just rotted because the bone was broken so high up. Every other day, they were going in and taking more leg, amputating again and again and again. They had to finally cut it off at the bone, she said. The teen recalled the moment her father told her her leg was lost, saying the room felt heavy. I was like, did either of my friends lose a limb? And he said, no. And I said, well, I'm glad I'm the one that lost it since I was driving. Yeah, it's only fair. In the moment, you're 16 years old. All your dreams that you had in your head, they're all gone, she said. But within 20 minutes, that was fine with it. I literally named it. I named my nub Gobi and made a whole dance for it. Now, this is, listen to this. But this is a person who says she, uh, she's, listen to this. Before my accident, she says, I struggled with mental health. I wanted to commit suicide. I did not ever really plan my future because I didn't think there was going to be one. I wasn't happy. There's something in life about, you know, if you have something you don't value, but then someone tries to take it from you, then it becomes very valuable. If you were faced with losing something you never really valued. She said, I don't know what happened to me in the hospital, but I just thought of such a smooth transfer from such a bad mental health state to such a positive one. She says it hasn't changed since. She said it took her leg, but it cured her mentally. Because she realized, I want to live, and I'm really lucky to get the chance to live.
I look back now, she says the way I was before, and I thought, wow, you're pathetic. Because now look at me. I'm in a whole different, harder situation. But I'm so much happier. I just love that story. By the way, you look at her and she's like, yeah, 16, oh my God. She's beautiful. She was always beautiful. Why you'd be this upset that you would drive that way, I don't, I don't know. She's still beautiful, even with the iron leg. Um, but anyway, she's an internet influencer now. She's got a big presence on social media, shares her story, her inspiration, uh, her humor, and she says the accident's the best thing that ever happened to her. Crazy, right? How things happen for these reasons. So if you're dealing in your life with stuff, one of the things I've put in my text to myself, I tell my kids all the time, they roll their eyes. One thing that shocks me about life is when you're at the, the lowest of, because I've been there, I've been there, I've been very low. It is amazing how fast things can turn around. They can go bad so fast your head will spin, but they can get good again too. So fast your head will spin. So just a reminder today, I love that story. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Good morning. All right. All kinds of records being shattered uh, by the uh, Biden administration at an incredible level. Can you imagine if the American people could hear this, what I'm about to tell you? If they could know this. The Border Patrol has nabbed more terror watch list individuals, either on our national terror watch list or the international terror watch list. In the last four months... Then in all four years of the Trump presidency combined. So since October, October through January, 59 illegal immigrants on the terror watch list nationwide caught coming across our border. It's according to federal data. Between fiscal year 2017, so that's the beginning of Trump's term, through 2021, Border Patrol nabbed just 30 individuals whose names appeared on the watch list. So we know so many more have gotten away. Border Patrol apprehensions of terror watch listed migrants hit 172 in fiscal year 2023. Again, 30 caught in the entirety of the Trump administration. Why? Because they were afraid to come here. This was still an American country. They're afraid of what would happen to them if they got caught. Now they're like, eh, we'll just get to vote Democrat. It'll be great. So, yeah, that's where we are today. Unbelievable numbers here. And and then you look at the Chinese coming across. Those numbers are unbelievable too. Uh, and the only people who seem to to care really uh, are the UK Daily Mail. They're reporting it. Chinese males, military age. Shocking increase in numbers. Border Patrol agents recorded more than 18,000 encounters of Chinese migrants crossing the southern border illegally in just four months. 18,000. 
Listen to this. There were more than 24,000 encounters of Chinese migrants crossing the southern border illegally in fiscal year 2023. 24,000, okay, compared to more than 1,900 in 2022. So it goes 2022, 1,900, this year 24,000. You want to know what it was in 2021? 323. So in 2021, Joe Biden takes office. It's 323. It's 24,000 today. Why is that happening? Why is that happening? Because in March, as a reward for a Chinese illegal immigrant starting a deadly bioweapons lab illegally on our soil, the Biden administration went, we love this. Let's have more. And they changed the policy. Used to be, if we caught you on our border and you're Chinese, we send you back. You don't get to come in. And we would spend days grilling you. Well, Biden changed it, so they get to go in the interior. They get the free phone. They get all the freebies. They get to work papers. And they are only allowed to be asked five questions. If they know how to answer them, and believe me, they do, you have to let them go. And that is why we went from 323 Chinese illegal immigrants in 2021 to 24,000 in the last fiscal year. So yesterday, Mike Turner tells us, you might know, two days ago now, Emergency, 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 Chinese, uh, Russians uh, are going to put nukes in uh, satellites and yeah. Okay, I started reading about that last summer, but it's not an emergency. Mike Turner ever mentioned any of this? No. Mike Turner talk about the terrorists. No, he didn't. Does Mike Turner care about the illegal bioweapon? No, he's never mentioned it. Mike Turner said anything about our open border. No, he is not. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. Marjorie Taylor Greene wrote the most brilliant thing to put this all in perspective. It's on Twitter right now. Are we facing a national security threat? It's my duty to be honest with you. Yes, it's real. I went to a briefing yesterday in the skiff talking about Russians, nuclear weapons from space. I went to the briefing yesterday in the skiff. She says, yeah, it's real. But then she writes this. Our president is a dementia patient in charge of our country in the nuclear football who ripped our border wide open to over 10 million people. That's where we are right now, counting the Godaways, uh, and counting from over 160 countries around the world and 2 million of them we never caught. However, an unknown number of those are, in fact, terrorists who want to kill you. Not only that, the administration has empowered the criminal cartels, and they they not only control most of our southern border, they're also making tens of billions of dollars from human and drug trafficking and have expanded their international operations with a strong foothold inside the United States. Along with that, the government you trusted with your hard-earned tax dollars has enslaved us all. With $34 trillion in debt, communist China owns most of our debt, and China makes most of our critical chain supplies. You know, like the medications that keep you alive. Now the interest rate on that debt is climbing so fast that the annual interest alone is soon to be bigger than our entire defense budget. Turns out the smart people running the federal government have made so many bad decisions on foreign policy, sanctions, and trade that our dollar is under dire threat and soon could no longer be the world's currency. This means your 401ks, retirement accounts, stock portfolios, and savings could soon be worthless and your government-mandated Social Security account that most of you depend on in retirement could soon be wiped out. These are just a few of the terrifying top national security threats we face. However, perhaps the greatest threat is the federal government has become so powerful over the people that it leaks intelligence to the press in order to pressure Congress to make certain votes, talking about this, these the, the Russian nukes in space. Um, 
to protect its own power, to spy on its own citizens, maintain power and protect its own job security. And most terrifyingly of all, has become weaponized to crush its political enemies. All of this, I'm telling you, didn't come from the skiff. You already know. And I'm depending on you to help me stop our greatest national security threat, the one from within. Brilliantly, brilliantly put. Now, you want to see a litmus test of who's with the deep state and who is not, who supports the per- persecution of Republicans in violation of law, and who does not? This right here. This is so obvious. Representative Andy Biggs just unveiled an amendment. See, the reason they're trying to scare you with Russian satellites in space, which we already know about, is because the deep state, the CIA, the FBI, the NSA, wants to spy on you with 702 spy powers. They are abhorrent to our Constitution. You have to get a warrant to spy, period. These are deeply illegal, even if Congress approves them. Well, the CIA, FBI, and NSA are in a total panic because how will they persecute and prosecute uh, the people if they can't illegally spy on them? They need the 702 powers back, and they're about to expire. That is why they trotted out Mike Turner to scare you about Soviets in the sky or something. Whatever that silly, silly is. Yeah, we already knew. Who cares? It has nothing to do with 702 spy powers. We already knew about it. We don't need the 702 spy powers. And the secret they don't want you to know, these thugs in the CIA that we found out this week literally created Russia collusion with the help of other intelligence agencies around the world. This is what we're up against, an international criminal cabal masquerading as intelligence agencies. And we could stop it really easy. We can, we can update those 702 powers with Andy Biggs' amendment. No spying on any American without a warrant, period, and a memo. Need a warrant. It's kind of what the Constitution says. You need a warrant. Watch what happens to that. Watch what happens to the amendment. Right? We can go on, theoretically, spying on our enemies, and we can leave Americans alone. We're going to take away the ability to use this spy machinery to terrorize and spy on Republicans, which has been documentably been done, including reporters too, James Rosen, Cheryl Atkinson, all of it in violation of law. Lindsey Graham was spied on, so was Rand Paul. Remember that by the CIA? Illegal, all of it. Let's see what happens to Andy Biggs' amendment. Simple common sense. This is a vote on, are we going to use the spy apparatus of America to terrorize Republicans, or will we use it against our actual enemies? Now, here's where this is interesting. Co-sponsoring with Republican Andy Biggs, I'm surprised by this. Representatives Jerry Nadler, Democrat out of New York, uh, Pramilia Jayapal, Democrat out of Washington, Ben Klein, Republican out of Virginia. They all co-sponsored the amendment. So there's some on the Democrat side, too. Let's see. Watch this closely. Fannie Willis, ultimate example of liberal privilege, outrage that anyone would dare do to her what she's doing to Trump. Remember when Fauci said to us, I am the science. I am the science. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, but you're not even a virologist, dude. Well, I want to listen to people who are, but you silence them online, working with the FBI and Twitter and Facebook. I am the science. Yesterday, Fannie Willis essentially declared that she is the democracy, and it does not matter how many laws she breaks. 
with Fauci. It didn't matter how many times they lied about the shot causing myocarditis, lied about the shot being effective. It's not effective at all. It doesn't stop the spread. I am the science, and the science is me. It's creepy. The first person who ever said, said anything like it was Barack Obama. We are who we've been waiting for, as if they were waiting for a messiah. She talked that way in the courtroom yesterday, and it creeps me out when these people do it. If you question her about the clear lie she told in the affidavit, which would be perjury, which is a crime, you are attacking no less than democracy itself. If you question Fauci, you are attacking no less than the science. These people want to be the alpha and the omega. They want to replace God. They think they are God because of their liberal privilege. Take a listen to this. This just galled me yesterday. I'm very much want to be here, so I'm not a hostile witness. I very much want to be here. Not so much that you're hostile, Ms. Willis. It'd be an adverse witness. Your interests are opposed to Ms. Merchant's. Thank you. Merchant's interests are contrary to democracy, Your Honor, not to mine. Her interests are contrary to democracy? (laughs) Oh, you're the democracy. Okay, okay. you're some penny-any county prosecutor who thinks she has the right, like the state of Colorado did, to dictate who we will vote for and who we will not, using a case, using laws in ways they've never been used since the founding. Al Gore. Unbelievable. Here's Ned Ryoon on Laura Ingram last night. And let's not forget that that Fannie Willis is a George Soros-funded DA. I mean, she's funded by the radical left and is, is continuing in the tradition of her father. I mean, the thing that's really interesting to me when they when she made that comment, well, you know, we're trying to pr- protect democracy. The antithesis of democracy is the political lawfare that you are conducting right now to take out your chief political opponent. And let's face it, Laura, Alvin Bragg, Jack Smith, Letitia James, Fannie Willis, the Colorado case, all funded, by the way, by taxpayer dollars, It's all being coordinated by the Biden White House as a central part of Biden's reelection campaign. This is the antithesis of democracy. And I'll tell you why. Because Democrats are done with representative democracy and they think that dumb peasants out in the hinterlands Mm. aren't smart enough to make the right decisions. So therefore, we have to use this lawfare to rig and manipulate these elections to get the results we want. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 